This is Entrepreneurs Get Visible, the podcast for people who want more impact, influence, and income. I'm Anna Parker-Naples, and I'll be sharing with you proven methods from leading entrepreneurs that help you get visible as an authority in your field. Because anything's possible when you get visible. Hello and welcome to a live stream of Entrepreneurs Get Visible. Today I am joined by Danny Matthews and we're talking about how to have brand confidence. And the reason we're talking about this is that sometimes people are a little bit clueless about what they're putting out there or they kind of put their toe in the water but don't fully commit. So I hope that you're going to get lots out of today's conversation. So welcome to Entrepreneurs Get Visible, Danny. Great to have you here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Great to have you. So tell us a bit about what you do and why it matters. Most businesses or most especially professional services companies uh, can't clearly communicate what they do. Never mind give us a reason about why we should buy from them. And that's really dangerous because if we're in a sea of people that are all the same as us, how are we supposed to stand out and, and uh, communicate what is uniquely valuable about us? So my whole business is geared towards giving people that, that confidence in their brand that they need to do what they need to do really to grow. So it's very much geared around helping people find their unique competitive advantage. Uh, so that's the, the main thing that we do. And now you come from a design background. That's your business, Danny & Co. It's about branding and helping people work out that message. Yeah. And some people get this really wrong or they think I've got to start with the logo. I'll just create a logo mm. and then I'm done. And I've been in that situation before. But if you don't understand your whole brand message, it's very hard to to then just have, you know, the the artwork or or the colors or the fonts because it's all got to come together as a package. So where does someone start with working that out? So what I usually say is most people start with a logo and, and the colors and the visual elements of branding. But and even know that it's the first thing your customers or clients are going to see, it should be the last thing that you do. Because you really need to understand your intention first, the goals, what you actually want from your own business, what you want for life, how you're, the problem you're solving, the customers that you're communicating with, and, and how you communicate all of those things to them in all different ways. Podcasting, marketing, social media, print advertising, billboards, the context of each platform and each way of communicating with people is very different. So understanding the core messages helps you come up with those things really easily. And that's why people struggle because they they focus, they overthink everything. They try and come up with small phrases off the cuff that they can use online and through their business. And mm. inconsistency confuses people and confused people don't buy. That's Absolutely. That. And, and one of the things we were talking about before we went on air today is that when you know what you do and what you stand for, it makes it much easier to not just communicate to people in per- online, but actually in person. It makes it much clearer when you're building your networks what you stand for. And one of the things that we were talking about is how threatened people can be when you show up saying, this is me, and how difficult that can be. And in fact, you used a word, which was a phrase, which is toxic positivity. Tell Mm. me a little bit about what that means for you. Do you know, I'm not even that sure. This is one of those phrases which I've seen banded around and seen called people or called situations, you know, this is toxic positivity. In all honesty, I can't, I couldn't even tell you the detail of what that means. But in a roundabout way, it means that people who may, who feel insecure about other people's positivity, like it affects them in some way, you use that phrase to say, that's what it is. It's toxic. It's toxic 
much. Like we shouldn't be showing up, sharing our successes. Yeah. That we shouldn't be doing that, that we shouldn't be putting a slap of happiness or joy or turning everything around and saying, let's look on the bright side. You and I both know that as business owners, the sooner you can go, well, that was a bit crap, but I'm going to do this instead. The sooner you can get to that, the sooner you can work out the learnings, the sooner you can come up and then make it a positive no matter what's happened, right? And you can tell people's attitude from that statement because this is the difference between people who come to you with a problem and solutions with it or just come to you with a problem. It's like when a staff member or someone comes up to you and says, we've got this problem and they kind of accept you to just come up with the result that they can go in and do instead of coming to you and saying, we've got this problem you can do this with clients as well. You've mm. we've got this problem. Here's how we can solve it. We can do it this way or this way. Let's have a conversation about it. It's the results-focused, the solution-focused people against those who are just coming up with excuses, I believe. But toxic positivity in itself is one of those catchphrase buzzwords that people will latch onto and use because it's easy to say and it's easy to throw, throw at people. But yeah, I just think... Uh, the whole laptop warrior thing that it's easy to criticize and sling mud at people who are out there doing things, building businesses, going after what they want, going after their big dreams, which I know something that's something that really resonates with you. So mm-hmm. tell us, Danny, about your journey, because you've only really been fully going in, in the, the brand building way it, outwardly since I think well, early this year. Yeah. So it was um, August last year, I set up Danny & Co. And although I was a designer a few years before that, I spent 10 years in financial services, building a business there. I had a mortgage and insurance broker and I spent 10 years in the industry. And um, But I always wanted to be a designer as a kid. So when I'm positive and when I put out uh, content and, and have conversations like this about what I do and that I love what I do and and I put out some, you know, I smile and I put out so much positivity around it. It's not because I'm being, just being positive. Like I fought to do this. Mm-hmm. This is my entire life. This is, I'm very, I understand. The one thing I understand, because I have this with my wife as well. Uh, the one thing I understand is that not everyone gets to find their purpose. It just doesn't happen. Most people reach a, an old age and they just don't find it. I'm really lucky to have found it really early. But that's not lucky as in it just came. Like I said, I had to fight for it. So I love what I do every day. I'd do it for free if it would pay the bills. <laughs> um, Tell me what that means. What do you mean that you had to fight for what you're doing now? So what happens in creative industries when you're young or at school is that you get geared out of it. You know, if you want to be a singer or an actor, it's a tough industry to get into. Only a few people make it. That's kind of what design was. So I never had any encouragement or support to take that up as a job. And just like everyone else, I went and got a job after job after job, hated every minute of it and ended up in financial services. Actually started out in private healthcare, which is, I actually really enjoyed the industry. And then, uh, and then grew the business through protection and mortgages and ended up, ended up doing a contract that I learned uh, that I hated, not just the company I was doing it for, but the industry as a whole and ended up really burnt out, broken. Uh, being dragged off the floor by people in central London I didn't know. And at that point, you know, I'd lost feeling from the waist down and uh, just thought, I'm not doing this anymore. So it's not like, like I I left a lot on the table at that point. There was 110 grand salary, appointment to the board of the most successful mortgage broker for affordable housing in London, that I helped win a three and a half billion pound contract. You know, it's a big, 
big deal. And I had to leave that behind to essentially go and find a job as a graphic designer on minimum wage. But with that came real happiness and fought the illusion of chasing cash to become happy all the time. It was a really important turning point for me. What would have happened, though, if you hadn't gone through that? I'm scared to have this conversation. <laughs> it's, mm. I think the real, even I can feel it in my body now. I, I, yeah, yeah. And it's funny, actually, there was, there was a couple of times over the last three, four years where the conversation has come up again around this. And this is probably only the fifth time I've told this story, by the way. Uh, and I still get those horrible pins and needles, that real like adrenaline spark. I can feel it. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's not a conversation to have, but I, God knows what would have happened. So what, what does it mean to you that you have changed things around and that you now are building and have built a, a brand that's working for you? Can you imagine getting up every day and no matter what happens in the day, no matter how bad of a day you have or good of a day you have, the only goal by the end of that day is to do it again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Imagine what that feels like. Day in, day out, year after year. Mm-hmm. Imagine what your life would be like. What you could, like, then it just becomes logistics. How do I get more time? How do I get... Uh, How do I get through the day? Yeah, that's all it is. So, and So what's the difference for you now? Now that you're building a brand that represents you, that represents the joy and the passion that you have and the skills that have been, that are intrinsic to you, how do you get out of bed now? When you found, I think this is going to sound really woo to a lot of people, when you found what I have now, the focus becomes everyone else. Like, you know, you know that putting your mask on first kind of, mm-hmm. imagine if you permanently had your mask on and or you're, the only thing you can do now is help other people. I'm de- like I'm done. I'm sorted. So, <laughs> so, what level of ease flow does that bring to you in putting your own brand out there? Oh, it's it's easy. The kind of messages I put out is not nothing is manufactured, nothing is created for for any particular. I mean, it is to some extent for for a particular goal, but nothing's manufactured or created. It's all authentic. It all comes from the very purpose of advancing humanity through different parts of the creative process. Whether it's talking to a designer in a college or university about how they can go out and freelance and and how they can add value through design, or whether it's me creating a flyer for someone because actually it's not just a flyer, but it will help them raise money for a charity to achieve a certain thing. Whatever that is, when you really know why you do something, it's a everything else is so much easier. Uh, It's so true because then you're not creating a logo. You're creating a whole brand, a whole piece about story, about message, about the visual impact that you can have that's going to represent who you are and attract the people who are like you or who need to have you in their life to bring levels of your skill your skill set into their world. And for me, I think I started at the wrong end. You know, I've rebranded several times over the last four years. I started at the wrong end. I started, right, I need a logo. I need a logo. But that didn't represent me, didn't represent who I am, what I teach, what I stand for. And it's, t- it's taken a long time for me to kind of think, well, actually, in order to be myself, I need to represent me in the way that I am. I need to not be afraid of saying the things that I say. I need to be comfortable standing out from the crowd, which is a lot about the whole visibility thing, but be comfortable doing it. 
and realize that actually the more I am visible, the more my brand represents me and what I stand for, the more people I can help. Mm-hmm. And I think good branding helps amplify you and your message. Yeah, it's not enough now that, you know, you see me post this every now and again to start conversation. But when people say, like, what's your unique selling point or what's different about you? Most people just say me. But it, it, like you're doing yourself a disservice because there's something really unique about you and what you do that if you just dug into would serve you so well. But basically saying DNA just isn't enough anymore. <laughs> So what is it for you then? What is yours, Danny? Mine is the process I've built to be able to help people find their unique competitive advantage. It is a very specific, certain step process, if you want to you know, mm. go to the marketing elements of it, where people go from, I don't know who I am or what makes me valuable, to I can now predict exactly what, I, what I'm going to say and do, and also what my clients are going to say and do. But also me. that it feels it feels congruous, that it feels right that that's what you're putting out there, that you don't feel icky. And I think this is that when it comes to selling, because obviously we create a brand so that mm-hmm. we get known, so that we can sell, let's not forget it is about business, that yeah. those things are so much easier because you've brought people into you and your brand much earlier on in the process. Yeah. So Danny, for someone then who's right at the start of this journey and thinking, where do I start with a brand that I feel confident about? What would your advice be to them? simplify. There was a lot of conversation at the start of this year about pivoting. And even though it's a bit of a buzzword, all pivoting is, is a adjustment in order to focus. That's it. So simplify everything. Know the people that you serve the most, that you can provide a valuable service to that solves a very specific problem and start over. Start to figure out how you can communicate to that one person and, you know, how you do it. You uniquely and if you haven't got anything unique or you can't find it it's time to get looking because it's the only way you're going to stand out and now is a really important time because we can't just sit and wait for january and go we're going to start 2021 on a high agreed momentum so many people switch off mid-november well everyone's going to stop for no No. they're not you're going to lose momentum you need to do it now if you're going to do anything you have to do it now because what's going to happen is when Christmas comes and you have a bit of a break, you're still excited instead of waiting for the excitement to hit when New Year's Day hits and you can go, I can make a plan now. It's, it's too late. You're going to struggle to get that up, that excitement up and that momentum up. You're going to need it now. Mm, so Really you, good advice. So, so Danny, then for someone who wants to get in touch with you, what's the one best way to come find you? Actually, I have uh, something really useful for people. If you go to dannyand.co forward slash scorecard, or just go to the website, you'll see it. It's a unique tool that I have, which will allow you to discover which parts of your brand you may be doing very well and which parts of your brand do you want to focus on. So it'll assess you based on the four pillars of brand confidence, which are strategy, messaging, behaviors, and identity. And it will tell you where you need to start, basically. Just repeat that link for me. Yeah, it's danny, D-A-N-N-Y, and A-N-D dot co just co forward slash scorecard so danny and dot co forward slash scorecard cool i've popped that available in the show notes for wherever anyone wants to find it so thank you so much for joining us today danny we've been talking all about brand confidence being confident to put yourself out there understand the processes you need to build so that visually and everything that kind of puts you to puts you out there your whole message is really really clear so thank you so much for joining us on entrepreneurs get visible today 
Thank you for listening to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. To get your free checklist on how to raise your profile and to find out about our community, go to annaparkernaples.co.uk forward slash get visible.